Gather round, folks, for a tale that begins in the heart of American heartland, where fields of dreams stretch as far as the eye can see, and the promise of innovation hangs in the air like a sweet scent of freshly tilled soil. Our story takes us back to the rollicking days of the 19th century, when three unlikely heroes emerged to sow the seeds of success in the world of agriculture. Picture this, it's the 1800s and the agricultural scene is a bit like a barn dance. Rustic, lively, and full of potential. In one corner of this bustling dance floor is Cyrus McCormick, a man with a knack for invention and a heart that beats in time with the rhythms of the farm. Cyrus already made a name for himself with the famous McCormick Reaper, a horse-drawn contraption that revolutionized farming by effortlessly cutting through fields of golden wheat but Cyrus, not one to rest on his laurels, dreamt of a machine that could do more than just harvest crops. He envisioned a contraption that could plant seeds of innovation far and wide. A contraption that danced through fields like a partner in a lively square dance. Enter William Deering, a sharp-eyed businessman who knew a good opportunity when he saw one. He'd been around the block, making waves in the manufacturing world, but his heart had a passion for creating reliable agricultural equipment. Cyrus and William, recognizing kindred spirits in each other, decided to waltz together through the fields of agricultural innovation. It was a meeting of the minds that would soon lead to the birth of something extraordinary. Now, every dance needs a third partner, and ours came in the form of J.P. Morgan, no, not the one with the top hat and the dollar signs, but J.P. Morgan, just as colorful. This J.P. Morgan was an inventor with a twinkle in his eye, a love for gadgets, and a habit of wearing mismatched socks. Together, this trio was destined to create something special. One day, over a picnic of apple pies and freshly churned butter, a plan was whimsical as a barn dance on a summer evening was hatched. The three... A motley crew of visionaries were ambitious to build a company that would supply farmers with the tools they needed to transform the land. They named their brainchild a would-be nod to their global ambitions and their dream of reaping success far beyond the amber waves of grain. And so, on this day, November 30th, 1902, International Harvester was born. The journey wasn't without its share of bumps, laughs, and a fair bit of grease. Picture this. Three men clad in worn-out overalls, huddled over blueprints and prototypes in a barn-turned-workshop, debating the merits of gears, levers, and the occasional corny joke. The birth of the first international harvester machine was a labor of love, fueled by coffee, camaraderie, and a dash of Midwestern charm. The founding fathers of International Harvester didn't just create machines. They planted the seeds of a legacy. Their first invention, a tractor that chugged through fields like a lively square dance partner, was a hit. It wasn't just a piece of machinery. It was a dance partner for the farmers in companion with the grand jig of agriculture. As International Harvester machines rolled off the assembly line, they brought with them a spirit of lighthearted camaraderie. The company's name echoed its global ambitions, and soon 
the red and cream machines became a beacon of success, reliability, and a dash of good-natured. So there you have it, friends, a lighthearted tale of friendship, innovation, and the birth of International Harvester. With plows, gears, and a touch of whimsy, this trio of pioneers tilled the soil of American heartland and sowed the seeds of success that would grow into a harvest of smiles, laughter, and fields of dreams that stretch as far as the eye can see. And that, my friends, is the sweetest dance of all. I'm going to end this one a bit differently, as my great-grandfather and grandfather both worked for International Harvester. I never knew my great-grandfather, but was fortunate to have my grandfather until just a few years ago. As much as McCormick, Deering, and Morgan were driven, passionate, and creative, I am sure my grandfather could go toe-to-toe with them. I learned a lot from that man, much of which I didn't realize until he was gone. So I am dedicating this episode to you, Louie. Godspeed. <laughs>